And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Sorry to disappoint you kids, no big intro this week. Welcome to a very special edition of Dysfunction Junction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My name is Chris and Burns. Now, my immediate left, Jabroni my co-host. Studios, in association course, with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Well, I watched Doctor Strange last night. How was it? I thought it was very good. The new one? The new one. I thought it was very good. And the multiverse thing? Multiverse, yeah. All right, I saw... On, on what? <laughs> what was that on? Disney Plus. Disney oh, Plus. I'll go home and watch that shit tonight. I'm going to need some uh, signing in. I'll send you that shit. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I watched The Man from Toronto, which was okay. That was okay. I watched that last night. Oh, it looked yesterday. better than it turned out is, to be. Th- that's my... Uh, th- the previews look... The, the little trailer looks yeah. pretty fucking good. I mean, and it's Woody Harrelson, so... And Kevin Hart was funny, do you, but... Do you, remember, do you remember those movies we used to go to in the 90s when we had time off and the trailers looked so banging and we get there and that was the only funny shit was in the trailer? Yeah, like the 17 seconds of the trailer was the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it, this was it, was... it was pretty much the same. I went and did a lawn job on Sunday and the client happened to be watching that movie. I saw about 10 minutes of it. I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to go home and watch this. Yeah, not, not the best. You watched the, f- the best 10 minutes at the client's house. Uh, yes, actually, absolutely. That's not the movie I'm speaking of. You guys knew. You guys knew what we were coming in with before we get to tonight's topic and guest. Beavis and Butthead do the universe came out this past Thursday, it and did, uh, it did. It did. I got, uh, you know what? Oh, I, I look. I'm gonna start at the top. I loved it, but Herm's got issues. I do. And, and, and Herm and I, I have issues. back in the day, as roommates, as friends, we even are, beyond that, we, we are aficionados. Are, I was just going to say, we are aficionados. Like, we can tell you page and verse some of these episodes, but Herm's got like, issues. And I like, wa- like, uh, to the point, like, to the point where we have, we had a copy of the original Beavis and Butthead Moronathon. That's right. The entire first what two seasons? That whole uh, first season, yeah, uh, six hours worth of videotape, yeah. All and and we had all of the fire episodes. Fire, fire. Before fire. they got rid of, before that dumbass kid burned his trailer. And down. it had the no longer available to be played anywhere, uh, way down Mexico way on there. Yes. Which now you yes. can't. You can't get that. You can't get that anymore. Why not? Uh, they banned it for some reason. Oh the, yeah, the, uh, the intro. Beavis and Butthead are not role yeah. models. <laughs> They're not even real. They're cartoons. Some of the things they do could get you hurt, expelled, arrested, or, or possibly, possibly deported. deported. To put this another way, don't, don't try, try this, this at home, home. please. Uh, air your concerns about the movie, man, because uh, it was it was uh, good. It was good. My 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 issue was um, I was hoping for um, a revisit from from the original cast. More than just um, them clapping in the peanut gallery. Yeah. Um, I was hoping for a much, much better, more involved soundtrack with current artists. The four songs that they used were not current right now at all. It, what was the What was the one they played when they were in the club making it rain nachos? Uh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, was it was, that, it that's was, not it was current. Not, no, uh, five six years ago, which when the movie uh, came right. out for Beavis and Butthead, it was all original shit. 
Yeah, some of the older songs, but re right, but reworked redone, by reworked by Chili Peppers, yeah. and it was a lot even of even Engelbert Humperdinck did new shit for the first. That's what I'm saying. Humperdinck, you know? <laughs> yeah, we had le- you know, Humperdinck, we Le-lesbian had lesbian seagull. Um, we had none of that for this movie. Oh. Um, we had four okay tunes. They fit the story. though. They did. They worked within the story. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying it wasn't the soundtrack. I Understood. Wanted. Okay. Um, I and other than, I I don't know. I felt it was very I felt it was very snowflakey. Okay. They 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 referenced um touched by an angel two or three times at least. The movie. <laughs> I think I'm it was not, three. I'm not sure what the fuck. I counted three myself. I'm not I, I'm not sure what the fuck judge was on, but I would Right after he said he was the toughest judge on the bench. Right, right, right. Toughest judge on the bench, Mike Judge. Um whatever it is you were on, my friend. Um I would like to try some of that because I, I touched by an angel three times. Just I don't know where it was going. Uh, okay, I, I, I'll give it like like I, I on a five it, star scale, like three, three. All I'll right, give it three. Room for improvement. Lynch, what'd you think? Not um, being a huge Beavis guy, you were more of a Simpsons guy, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah. I I would watch on the occasion. You know, get get stoned and it's three in the morning and <laughs> it's on, so you might as well fucking watch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is there something better to watch when you're drunk or stoned than Beavis? No, Porn. <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I'll have to try that. SpongeBob I always watch it at is seven funny o'clock. As fuck. Or that, old Nickelodeon, daughter. Ren and Stimpy. Stoned. Oh, yeah, good stuff, good that stuff. is some shit. SpongeBob is awesome. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, back I to... I worry about you guys. No, it's so fucking funny. It's not written for kids. Not There's so all. many bad not jokes in that. Uh, anyway, back to Beavis and Butthead. I enjoyed it when I could pay attention to it. Now, I'm, I'm going to preface that by saying that. Um, like Chris already pointed out, I was more of a pedestrian fan. I didn't watch every episode. I watched when I could. I didn't, you know, it wasn't my lifeblood. I, I was a Simpsons fan. Um, and that took precedent. So Beavis was life. <laughs> Beavis was life. Butthead is not the god. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe the 2022 version. Guar. I almost. Guar. I almost wish I was going to college when that show was hot because I would have written a position paper on Beavis and Butthead. Hey, you could do oh, it. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Hey, you could do it. And and that was one of the things that, that hit me most about this movie. And I'll, when I get to my synopsis, yeah. I'll tell you. But you watch his face when I do it. We've had arguments like this in the past in the old apartment, chucking beer cans at each other. You're full of shit. So, But, yeah, I... I chuckled a few times, not really belly laughs. There was a couple really funny scenes. Dude, the white privilege scene. That that was oh probably fucking the best scene. Get out of <laughs> our way. We were, it's what we were taught. It's sir. what we were taught. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of I, the way. It's um, it's white privilege. It's right. in, in, Give in, me. in the I middle of a college, privilege. walking around talking about white privilege, just fucking. Oh, it was beautiful. We're ruining stereotypes. We're ruining <laughs> stereotypes. <laughs> that was probably the closest I came to a full out laugh. That was very funny. Dude, um, it was so hilarious. Okay. I, I, I just... <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and the, and the cornholio and the cornholio scene when he ate all the pills right up until the point... You want me to eat all of these? <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Um, it was really good when with the whole riot and the incitement of the riot. It was really good until the warden got fucking... Touched by an angel? Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was our second reference. Turn, turn, I, I just turn don't feminazi. understand it. Um, yeah. Um. But anyway, um, maybe it's because I wasn't such a huge fan. I had a hard time paying attention to it. 
but some that just could be my mood. I'm I'm weird with movies like that. If something else catches my attention, if oh, I, I if totally, I I can totally understand. If I pay more attention to the dog sitting next to me than the looking at the screen, it's usually me. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it another run through probably tonight, uh, sitting in my chair before I go to bed. Um, I'll probably like it more. Will there be lotion? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, that's for work. <laughs> okay, you get the spy wagon out front. <laughs> the jack wagon. The jack wagon. <laughs> I right, seriously so, want to get a little sticker made all right, so and put it in the corner. From your initial view, yeah, five-star rating, what are you giving it? Uh, almost three. Almost three. All right. I gave it a four myself. Uh, I actually had to rewatch it back. I didn't have to. I was kind of, you know, again, uh, before we went hot, I mentioned I was hanging out with some friends on Saturday, and... Derek the Undertaker wanted to see the movie, so uh, we fired it up. Excellent. And, yeah, and the fact that it pissed his wife off, no offense, sweet baby sister, but it made it even better. I can't what, believe what you're watching she, what did that she find crap. A, what did you find why, offensive? What, uh, the why, fact that we were watching Beavis and Butthead. Oh, she was not in the room for it. Why, why Tell her to she shut pissed up off and, at that? You know what? Next time, watch Three Stooges. I, yeah, wait, right? Watch Three Stooges, because you watch Three Stooges, and men will laugh, and women just stand there and go... I never... You know what? It wasn't these, until... These it, are, they're not even funny. They're just po- stupid. Good point, because my dad was a huge... You remember all the my Three dad Stooges too. shitty sit on sun, We'd sit there yeah. on, on, on Sunday, and i watch... Un- I never understood it until I got to be about 25, 26 years old, and you watch it back on Sunday morning on... The, uh, and, was it? Channel fucking uh, uh, 18, 26, 38, whatever yeah, the, the fuck. The slapstick. 56. And I'm like, 56, thank you. 56. And I'm like... God damn, this is funny. Much yeah. like uh, well, I love Lucy. Never, never liked it as a kid. Same love it now. Same story in my house. My grandma, my grandparents. I love Lucy, Bewitched, all that Dick stuff. Dick Van Dyke, stuff like Dick that. Dick Van Dyke, which I loved. Dick Van, I love that show. I got into it more as later in life. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's just For it's weird. But but we find funny 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, mm-hmm. and the evolution of comedy. See, we I, find I, we find them. We find the more absurd, the funniest fucking sure, shit. Sure, and I could not sit down. And that's why smart comedians aren't 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 as prevalent now. Exactly because they go they go for the common denominator. Right, that's and true. I that's could true. I could not sit my daughter down at fourteen and have her watch cartoons that we liked as children, and have her think the same way. I I you know what I mean. I'm so not for arguing this, with that point. and we were in our twenties when Beavis and Butthead came out. So for me, it wasn't so much. I loved the fact that I had a more involved story. For me, it was a it was a it was a nostalgia trip. I got to go back to being in the crappy apartment, drinking bush beer by the thirty rack. Twenty three years old. Oh yeah. yeah, not a care in the world. Just chilling. The shithole apartment where you know fucking elbows and sauce was on the menu every night unless Herm came home with pizza from his job. We were just talking about. It. By the way, I went to Papa Gino's the other night. They miss you. A fine Italian restaurant. Oh, it was, it was so good. Another warm bath of nostalgia. But I mean, I watched this. Uh, that was right over there, 30. thirty years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh. Um, I took it to be for me. I just I went into it looking at it as this is never going to top the show. It's never going to top Beavis and Butthead do America. But I'm gonna I want to rank it on its own merit. And I'm sure you guys did too. I don't want to take that away from you guys. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, I did. I was hoping. I, I did not expect America at all. Um, Anybody who did was going to be disappointed. No, I wasn't expecting America. Like I said, there was a, just a couple of things that I would wanted that were 
similar to America sure. in, in in how it was put together. Not this. I did not expect expect the same story. I kind of wanted a couple of some of the same characters. But I am going to tell you this full disclosure. After I watched that movie Thursday night and I went to bed, I fell asleep watching. Beavis and Butthead to America. <laughs> but it had a lot of the same elements. Uh, they're on a mission of misunderstanding. They're looked at as, as terrorists. Yep. Uh, take the time-space continuum out of it. Um, all they want to do is it's get score. laid. It's yeah. score. And uh, if, if you have not seen this movie yet, scrub ahead about two minutes because it's a spoiler alert right here. So when you're going to scrub ahead about 30 seconds in three, two, one, scrub. Beavis finally scored, but it was smart Beavis and not yeah. Beavis. not the actual Beavis that we know and love. And Butthead watched, <laughs> yes, yes, because I that's watched. what he does. The medal ceremony at the end was the best. Oh my god! And okay, uh, spoiler alert's over. Come on back. That's right, you over there, Andrew. Come on, sit down. We see you. Get out of the fish tank. Yeah, get out of the fish tank, Andrew. We see you. Um, <clears throat> The introduction of the new characters of Smart Beavis and Smart Butthead, loved that. The whole arena full of Beavis and Buttheads throughout time, I thought was hilarious. I thought that was funny. Oh I'll, my I'll god! Give them that. Like, and um, seeing them interact in a 2022 manner and coming from, and I love the way they wrote this. They're coming from '98, which was the end of the high school career, and coming to 2022. And dealing with some of the things. Dealing we, with. We want nachos, but we don't have any money. You can pay with your phone. I mean, I can pay with this. And then they show him walking around with the phone. They're just oh, doing stupid the, shit. The, Beavis was Siri. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Doot, doot. How can I help I you? you? Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Who's this? Uh, the other thing that I found hilarious is when they're at space camp and they're doing the docking. Oh, oh yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. And they, then they, they bring they the other one the in. Arm, how to slap, slap it. it, dude? When they come in, when they come in and they're like, "These, they are, they're geniuses. They've been doing this maneuver for eighteen hours. hours straight." Well, then they bring the third, the the second arm in, right. and yeah, they're right, both. Right. The Whoa. Using the auxiliary the arm oh, as a secondary yeah. supportive device. <laughs> yeah. Right. Excuse me, boys. Shut up. We're busy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. But again, Ooh, that, that goes back yeah. to, you know, hey, I want you to do my wife for $10,000. Really? Really? You want us to do her? <laughs> He'll do you twice as fast. I don't know about this. I don't know well, about we close that. our eyes and pretend it's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus no, I'll Christ. Give it, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. It wasn't bad. So, it, just, it, wasn't, it wasn't five stars. My original rating when i first watched it was four and then i watched it with Derek, and i watched it and it was funny but it was it was not as funny the second time around it was one of those okay i've seen it you're not it's not I'm in amending, that, you're not I'm, in that glory moment and now you know but you're, you know what i got to go back if only for two hours of my life i got to go back to that section of my life where man everything would okay everything wasn't good but man everything was good and we didn't have a care in the world, and it was just, it was a beautiful time to be alive. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I'm bringing my four-star rating back a half a star. I'm going to give it three and a half. Uh, if you were a fringe fan of the Beavis and Butthead franchise back in the day, if you liked, if you loved Do America, you're going to like Do the Universe. If you hated Beavis and Butthead, um, you are an American swine. You're, you're yeah. Stay away. Nothing I can do to help Pick you. Pick your commie ass somewhere else. Right. And the the news coming out of this now is Paramount Plus is going to have full episodes from the day, including 
the music videos, all the ones that Mike Judge now has. Uh, look at look at his face. He, he that that That's he awesome. had license, and the videos are going to be back inside. They bought. They they paid. Did they buy the, the rights for? They all paid of the, the rights the fees for all the clips. They paid a one-time deal to all these, you know, whether it's Danzig or Kiss or because that's really what, what I miss or, when I watch them is it just cuts to the next film. Like, oh, oh yeah, she's pretty cool for a college chick. <laughs> right. She's cool for a chick with a mohawk. <laughs> and, and again, okay, so you, the, the college chick thing is when he they learn college, about the what? Boy, I'm is, glad we went to college. I'm glad we went to college. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Everything about the college scene was perfect. Absolutely fucking perfect. You were right. You were the first of us to watch it, and you sent the <laughs> message ahead. I got two words, white privilege. White privilege, bro. And, and that's yeah, all I'm going to say. It lived up to it, man. I, I really enjoyed the film. If you guys want to see it, it's on Paramount+. Plus, Streaming now. Get it before it's gone or before you know some snowflake comes out and says, that's a terrible entertainment. <coughs> we should not be watching this. Do not copy my butt. Do not copy my butt. Do not copy my butt. <laughs> Even the new ones a couple years ago, when they, they didn't always have music videos, because, well, MTV hasn't played music videos since, like, 98. No. Really? 94. That's but, when the world started going to hell. Yeah. Think about that. That and when Slayer retired in 2019. There's a coincidence oh, yeah. there that's yep. not uncanny. But, but yep. when the new episodes were relaunched in 2012, 2013, yeah, the yeah. clips of... Um, All the videos were out. There were some videos like uh, "It's So Cold in the D," which I still love to this day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot but of. But there big... was uh, Teen Mom and Jersey Shore and and different shows that they were critiquing, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, breath augmentation. <laughs> Damn it, those peas are for my boobs. They're not for the baby. You know, <laughs> it's a stupid shit. Like that. I forgot that came back. I I watched those. I got those on DVD. If you want to borrow them, you can sit up here and or sit in the jack wagon. Whatever you <laughs> no, want. No, no, thanks. I'm sure, you got a DVD player in the jack wagon? No, unfortunately, no. Got to change that. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> You're but disgusting. You disgust me. You're the most disgusting person on the planet. Why are these CDs all sticky? <laughs> right? Humidity. Excuse me, Mr. Lynch. There's a problem with your laptop. What is it? We can't peel it off the seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's somebody else's laptop. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Okay. So the speech before he gets on the space shuttle. Beavis. Going back to the movie real quick. He, he's doing like this Lou Gehrig speech, like, you know, I've, I've been dreaming about this for years, and, uh, you know, I'd have a dream about it, and I'd wake up in shame and try to hide it from my mom. Try to hide it from my mom. <laughs> Again, it's the misdirection. They think they're doing one thing, and the crowd is like, Mr. Beavis, Mr. Butthroid, how does it feel to be Butthroid. going into space? <laughs> but now I'm like the luckiest man in the world, and you can never take this away from me. The crowd starts clapping, they're wiping tears from their eyes, and of course my man's like, <laughs> Yeah, it was, that was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. The, the the misunderstanding between the crowd, and, what we know as viewers, that yeah. the rest of the movie does. Oh, yeah. And yeah. at the end, Beavis is like that. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, coming down in three, two, one. Scrub ahead, 30 seconds. So at the end, when he's trying to tell Serena how much he's in love with her, and I have never said this to another chick before. Oh, and I get the special bit, and here and, comes Smart Beavis. And Smart Beavis Serena, slides in. I've been watching it from afar. Come with me to my planet, and I can show you things that NASA will never show you. Da, 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 da. I think I want to score. I think I want to score too. All right, <laughs> I have a big schlong too, just so you know. <laughs> okay. I have a big schlong Spoiler too. alert over. Stop it. <laughs> it's those stupid jokes, and I know we pick on certain members of our friend society for making too many dick jokes 
There's no no such thing as too many dick jokes when it comes to Beavis and Butthead. Not a Beavis, not not not. No, in that because situation. they're they're somewhat innocent, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 it, yeah. It's, it's from teenage stupidity. It's not from forty plus year old stupidity. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's no. not braggadocery. Right. I mean, how many times have we all, the three of us, sat here and somebody says something weird and we're like, you know how I know you're gay? That's different. That's a one-off. That's not every fucking sentence. Except when it comes to the jack wagon. Gotta throw in the jack wagon. Every yeah. time. Every time. Those went, Dude, if you ever guys if you guys ever get to see, not that you will because he's stealthy. You ever get to see Lynch in the jack wagon? You can't see Lynch in the jack wagon because those windows are dark. I'm pretty sure they're like painted from the inside. <laughs> That's like Dikembe Matumbo dark. That is... <laughs> That is Mozambique dark. That yes. is you charcoal. So blacky blue. Right. That's... You can't get no blacker than this. <laughs> <laughs> he went down to Great Scott or whoever the fuck used to do the tinting back in the day. He's like, I want this deep, deep, deep black. Boomer McLeod. Boomer McLeod. There you go. Wow. I won a free tint job from there back in the 90s, and it was the shittiest tint job I ever Really? Got. Yeah. It was before the, the owner that had it before closed. You know what I mean? The, the middle owner there. Two for two. Two for two today, huh? He's playing basketball with a snot rag. It's not a snot rag. It's what I throw my lip candy into. Mm-hmm. Don't I, I may snot in about ten minutes. Before we come back, is there anything you guys would like to add before we bring our guest in? Nope. Uh, I'm, good. I'm all thought out. You're, wow. Never thought I'd hear that one. Just for a few minutes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, our very special episode continues. Picking up where we left off six weeks ago, and we're going to get some uh, education, if you will. All of us. Not just you. All of us are going to get some education. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Dysfunction Junction. The hottest news story, obviously, over the weekend was the overturn of the Roe versus Wade decision from 1973. On the phone with us tonight is Professor Gary Donato. A long list of accolades, but here's just a few. Uh, formerly 12 years with Bentley University, Boston University, uh, Mass Bay Community College. The list goes on and on. He's given lectures, he's given talks, and tonight he's going to talk with us in regard to the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Professor, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Good, good. Now, the, the first question, and this is going to be a- along the lines of what we've seen over the weekend, how are you feeling in regard to the outrage that this has created? Well, there's no surprise there, right? I mean, uh, facetiously, I can say that the right protested against all the uh, Supreme Court justices who uh, voted for Obamacare. That's a joke. Uh, they didn't. Uh, but we see here that the left is uh, engaged in exactly what they claim the right engaged in on January 6th, and that is an insurrection. Insurrection in the Arizona State House, the threatening of insurrection at the uh, uh, North Dakota State House, and also uh, other state houses across the country that will claim to be, or they claim to be, overtly and overly restrictive of women's rights. So I'm not surprised at all, especially in today's hyper-partisan, hyper-politicized uh, environment, and most especially when you have 
legislators who have chastised the right for inciting, uh, and they went out and incited themselves, Schumer, Pelosi, AOC, uh, and a number of others, Maxine Waters, of course, she's always inciting violence. So surprising? No. Disheartening? Yes. I'm not overly upset by the outrage. I have, I, I like, um, I'm sure we've seen all of us online over the weekend or even in casual conversation with people we know. There is a certain outrage that people have that, you know, they honestly believe. And in certain states, I agree that those, I don't want to call it reproductive rights because reproduction is something different. Um, the, the ability to choose what they do with their own selves, let's call it that. Um, body body, body uh, autonomy. Body, yeah. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Yes, for. yes, yes. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I'll stop you right there. You Please. know, yeah, individual body autonomy, fine. But once pregnant, uh, the individual body autonomy uh, becomes a dual body. And so the question then becomes, at what point does the woman who has autonomy of her own body now accept responsibility for the autonomy of the unborn body? It's that, an existing that's body. A, that's a deep question. Unborn. It really is, though. You, you, everybody has their Mike, I see your face, and I want you to speak. Everybody has their own idea on when viability begins. You can have a, I mean, I, I can look at a friend of mine who was born at a little over five months, premature obviously because gestation period is nine months and is now six foot ten and is a big freaking dude whereas you can carry a baby to term they could die on the way out who decides viability and i think that's the deeper question that some of these females and even some males some may be sitting in this room have a question over who decides viability well right and and roe v wade uh, one of the problems with Roe v. Wade was that it it really seized the authority from the people to decide not only viability, but all with their doctor, of course, but also autonomy. And you know when Roe and then Casey, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Um, when they were decided, and I, I'm one that says, along with a, a, a slew of legal experts and constitutional experts, um, says that Roe v. Wade wrongly decided that, you know, a woman has, one, autonomy, and two, uh, the idea of viability. They arbitrarily established viability based upon a trimester system. And that's what we've been living with. And with scientific advancements, obviously, as you mentioned, Chris, that viability, that viability uh, timeline, uh, gestation timeline, changed. Right, with more with more scientific advancements, more neonatal units, more NICUs, uh, which are uh, neonatal ICUs. Uh, that viability has dropped significantly, as you mentioned. What was your five months, you said? Uh, if it were up to me, and again, it's not up to me, but I think five months is a decent cutoff. 
it well, goes, when you go even, from the Robert's, embryonic stage to the fetal stage. Right. I mean, Roberts even made the case, although he was overruled, if you read his concurring opinion, you know, we have a majority opinion, 6-3 majority, but Roberts stepped away from the majority in overruling Roe v. Wade in toto and wanted to uh, keep it at 15 weeks, right, which is uh, just under four months. Mm -hmm. And so that that point was denied by the by the uh, majority, the five justices who voted to get rid of Roe v. Wade. Um, and then he comes on and he also says later on, he says, you know, I understand that uh, if we kept the 15 week rule, then what we would have is we would continue to have these debates, these challenges, until something more definitive came out. And that's why the majority of the justices were motivated, generally motivated, I believe, firmly believe, by what they view as what's called first principles. Describe and that. First, I'm not familiar with that. Well, first principles is... You know, it goes back to the constitutional guidelines of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? The Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution of we the people. Those are first principles. And another first principle, which is a structural first principle, is the separation of powers. And anybody who's read a basic constitution uh, or taken a basic intro to American government class understands that separation of powers the framers said there should be blending of the powers, i.e. blending of the powers means checks and balances, but there should also be protections against encroachments. In other words, one, one body, one, one uh, branch deciding for the other two, basically. And in this case, in the Roe case, as in a number of cases we've seen historically, the justices have taken on for themselves nine people deciding for the vast majority of the public by writing law, i.e. creating law. And that's Roe v. Wade. It's created law. It doesn't, it, the, uh, the uh, uh, House of Representatives and the Senate had no say in that. They were not privy. They were not, they were not part and parcel of creating the law of the land for which the Supreme Court can then interpret that law. So those are first principles. That's what it means when you have a series of first principles. Makes sense to me. Now, I have a quick question, Gary. It's Chris. Um, do, you, do you believe if 50 years ago in 1973, <clears throat> to get what they wanted, why wouldn't they go the proper channels? I mean, what, do you think it was wrong to not let it slip through the house and house of house of representative in the senate and actually become an amendment to the constitution instead or, of or instead law, of hanging it on the 14th amendment because that's right, a, it, or a law passed by congress I correct. Mean, it doesn't have to be an amendment yeah becoming an amendment is a completely different fucking process yeah, it's a different bro. animal right but yeah, but having it much more difficult and i'm just saying and the reason yeah the amending process is incredibly difficult it's meant to be 
uh, long and tedious, as James Madison would say. But right? yeah, you're right, Lynch. Um, once that decision is made, then they can hang. You can then hang actual law, introduce a bill, and hang actual law off of that decision. Because that, I, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. That that's not the way this happened. Correct. That's not the way this happened. And I also read. I wish I could. And the reason it didn't happen this way oh, good. I was is because you got to remember in the 1970s, we had a series of judges that were put into place under the Warren and Berger uh, uh, courts that were very left leaning, came from the Kennedy and Johnson administrations right. when they put their judges in, very left leaning. And they took wide latitude something that they believed at the time and some left-leaning judges like Sotomayor and Kagan and Breyer, uh, they believed that they have that ability as well. And that originated from Marshall's view in Marbury versus Madison, where the judiciary has the Supreme Court has the exclusive right to interpret the constitution. And then when you go a little bit further in history, you have a series of other judges who believe not only do we have the exclusive right to interpret, but we have the exclusive right to be judicially active on behalf of the citizenry. And so you also got to remember that the 1970s was a time period of the National Organization of Women, the Women's Rights Movement, the Women's Autonomy Movement, um, you know, in my view, the third feminist wave in American history. Uh, Some scholars will say the second feminist wave. Uh, There's some disagreement as to amongst the scholars. But and that's why you had a lot of these uh, push. Similarly with, uh, if you if you remember, or if you've studied, this is the same time period that criminals have rights. Right. Okay. The idea of Miranda rights and search and seizures and all of those other things. Now, so that, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's a little bit of the history behind looking at the process. And so whenever you are of the left or of the right, then you are going to make extensive use of that short time period that you have to push through as much of your agenda as you possibly can. If you can't get it done through procedural process of Congress, which is a little difficult because especially when when legislation gets to the Senate, as we've been seeing, the minority party has has the power of stopping legislation through filibuster and whatever procedures. Right. Whereas, you know, and so the, the left in the 1970s understood that. And so they says, well, here's another chance. We've got a, a vast majority of judges on the bench, seven to two at that point. And so why don't we push something through by establishing a law case that will be challenging uh, or making use of the 14th Amendment. Okay. And so let's put it up there. Okay. I mean, that, that kind of in my head is what I thought had happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was, that was, I was one year old at the time. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I, I got to go back to something you said in regard to, you know, 
when the Miranda rights came around and criminals have rights and whatnot, I'm led to believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Miranda rights say, you know, hey, you have the right to remain silent. Don't say this. Don't say that. You can talk to an attorney first, whatever. But the criminal technically has rights until found guilty. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. And, and those rights come under the same amendment, the due process amendment, right? The 14th Amendment, uh, which is due process. They all also have the other rights that are guaranteed to them, the right of a spe speedy trial, the right of, you know, um, trial by their peers, those kinds of rights. But the idea of due process rights, Miranda rights, uh, came about as a, as a result of the interpretation of the 14th Amendment, which really, if you really get down and read the 14th Amendment, it's an incredibly complex amendment. And it was the result of the Civil War, right? It's one of the Civil War amendments, mm -hmm. 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. And it, and it was really aimed at uh, giving blacks, now free blacks, the rights guaranteed under the Constitution to all the all the whites at the time, because up until that point, the Thirteenth Amendment just freed the slaves. So now you have three, four, five million slave ex-slaves who are now free, running around the country, but they have no rights, right? They're just freed, and so the Congress came back in the session to pass the Fourteenth Amendment that says, "Hey, these free blacks." are now citizens, and as citizens, they are covered under due process. And then this was a chance at the time for the uh, a fairly radical Congress to put into place a lot of other language in that 14th Amendment that becomes quite complex and confusing, which future Supreme Court justices said, Aha, we can read broadly into this, think judicial activism, we can read broadly into this to find things that the framers may not, A, may not have thought about, and B, um, maybe not even in, explicitly in the Constitution. But we can find it in what's called the penumbra or the umbrella of the Constitution. And that's where... And that's where the judges for Roe v. Wade found privacy, because I defy anybody to find the word privacy in the Constitution. It doesn't exist. No, no, it doesn't. And once you find privacy, right, and notice the language of me, once you find privacy, then the next step is to say <coughs> abortion is a private matter. And if privacy is guaranteed in the Constitution then abortion as a private matter is also guaranteed in the Constitution. Yeah, one, <clears throat> but it was one never, would think, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's good logic, right? Faulty logic, because you're basing it on nothing, because neither of those terms are in the Constitution, or even explicitly or even implicitly. I mean, really, it's it's a very, 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 very implicit. you got to dig mm -hmm. to pull that out of the 14th Amendment. <clears throat> and the 14th Amendment is also one of the things that gun owners use, just to shift topics a little bit. Gun owners use the 14th Amendment 
Because the Second Amendment does not guarantee individuals the right to bear arms. It guarantees individuals as part of a militia the right to bear arms. However, the 14th Amendment, under the concept of incorporation, incorporates, in other words, includes the Bill of Rights with regard to individuals. So now, if you want to say I, as an individual, have a right to bear arms, it's not by the Second Amendment. It's by the 14th incorporation of the Second Amendment from the states to individuals. Fantastic clarification. That makes sense. I I never thought of that. I I never thought it would even thought to go that route. Yeah. So shifting back to the hullabaloo from, and uh, again, fantastic drop-ins, all of them. Herm made a great comment. We covered the leaked decision, I don't know, six weeks ago, just kind of riffing off each other, and you made a fantastic point, and I want you to make it here. I don't know what my point was. uh, uh, He's asking you to remember six weeks ago. Jesus Christ, I don't remember what I had for fucking breakfast. Um, Bacon and eggs eggs with hot sauce. Um, Well, I am pro-choice, but um, I'd be willing to bet I, I could challenge you on that. I'm sure you could, sir. I sure I can <laughs> because, assure you. You'd, I can assure you you'd lose. Trust, oh, trust me on this one. A vast majority of I'm individuals. I'm not speaking about the majority. I'm speaking about myself. Well, um, even yourself. What I said was well, that get to the yeah. Let's they the got point the decision um, 50 years ago, and they got the decision that they wanted, but unfortunately, that movement didn't get the decision that they needed. All right. I agree. Um, and by agree. getting the decision that they wanted, all right, which allowed them to progress, they at, they never continued to clarify and tighten that ruling, and never proceeded to uh, to to put it into a form that made it much more tangible and also permanent and ineligible to be erased. They never I.e. fully. Law. They they right, right 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 right. They never fully pushed that once they got the decision they they wanted they never pushed it to the legislation that they needed correct that in itself combined with uh president uh uh, scotus appointments um is basically what i feel allowed this to happen uh through in, in, in layman's terms um well even even back then you know the right the, the pro-life movement, right? It was called a pro-abortion movement. It was never called a pro-choice movement. It was called a pro-abortion right. movement. And then immediately came up the uh, pro-life movement, obviously, right? Or the anti-abortion movement. And right. Well, that was, well, that's because in the beginning, this, this topic actually was relatively split down the middle between the right and the left. Uh, Correct. The, the topic wasn't actually adopted as... Uh, uh, a red um, issue uh, until uh, the moral majority and the the, um, the Republican Catholics and Christians really took heart into the topic. That's when right. It, this the, is the Reagan know, era, the Christian right. Right. That's really when it became uh, the the moral majority Christian right is really when that took off with with them. In the very beginning, it was uh, a lot of people don't realize it was completely pretty much split down the middle. Uh, Dems or Republicans. Yeah. Uh, there right. was no side. Right. It was half and half, and that's just the way it was. Right. 
you were right. ride or die with whatever right, right, side right. It you didn't rolled matter. with. It, right. it, you, you didn't associate with a party with your decision. You just associated with your with your 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 choice. Right. And and going back, and I know you're not you're, you're you painted with a rather broad brush with the Christian Catholic what have you. I mean, we've known each other <laughs> a long damn time. There, are, I don't have a problem with bodily autonomy i think there should be certain restrictions however no no i wasn't implying no no you, no, 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 no i got that, you see that, 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 but you see where all. i'm going with Absolutely. this but, that but was there the, are that people was the group that, there are that people and in. i'm sure gary can attest to this and and give us even a broader scope that will say okay because i am catholic and you brought this up in past conversations i must follow the letter i, I can't you know eat meat on Friday, I can't do this or that or the third, because this is what the doctrine tells me to do. But in their heart and in their mind, they may say, you know what, if I got raped and now I have to carry this baby, this is wrong. This is inherently wrong. Right. There are some, however, that will say, regardless of whether whether it was rape, incest, um, God says that we're going to deliver this child, and if we don't want to keep it, then we're going to put it up for adoption. So there are some that will that will right there. You know, there, there is a there. Yeah, there is. A, there's still a, a contingent out there. There is a good contingency of people that right. are that way. That I mean, you're talking like Bible Belt style thinking, but right, yeah, and even I mean, and a lot of it is, strict- is, is is literally geographically situated within the country you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah you can you can see the you can see the demographic matching you know pretty closely to the to the geography uh that's true but over the last 50 years that that contingent has gotten smaller and smaller until we get into the latter part of the 90s early part of the 2000s where we bring in the argument of not just abortion, but the argument of a viability and b uh, partial birth abortion. And once you bring those two pieces in, uh, especially the partial birth abortion, then those individuals who were, you know, leaning on the fence, they were pro-choice um, up to a point. Uh, that point was clearly defined with the partial birth abortion argument. And then similarly, as you mentioned, those who are on the far right, they will say abortion under all circumstances is wrong. It's against God's will. But then you started to see some of those individuals cleave off once they once the argument of rape and incest came into the picture. So we started to see a vast majority of the people, uh, by some scholars' representation, 60%, other scholars go as high as 75%. I'm in about the high 60% range based upon my own unofficial surveys over the last 20 some odd years of the majority of people are limited choice, limited right to life, okay? So they'll say, yes, right to life, unless, or um, pro-choice, unless. And that's where, that's where the debate became more and more complicated. And that's why the Roe decision was, you know, the, these judges realized 
that it was going to be increasingly more complex as they move forward. More and more cases were already working their way up to challenge row. And uh, so they decided, they said, well, let's just let's just turn it back to where it belonged. I mean, we, we all agree that it was wrongly decided. So let's leave it up to the citizenry to decide instead of nine judges deciding. And that's where this decision came in. What's interesting for me as a political scientist and diplomatic historian is that these conservative justices, right? We can say that they're conservative. Right. Uh, yeah. Made, prag made a pragmatic decision. And that pragmatic decision was to strictly look at the Constitution and the merits of Roe v. Wade, rather than looking at what some of the left will say, these were political judges. Well, if they were truly political judges, they would have voted along the lines of Roberts so that this would not become a flashpoint as we enter the midterm elections, because this is this could potentially cause some. Well, it's going to already cause some major headaches for some of the Republicans running for office. I mean, here in New Mexico, for example, where I live now, you have um, Michelle Lujan Grisham, who's the governor. She's very very left leaning, and New Mexico has a partial birth abortion option. And Ronchetti, who just won the Republican primary, was originally, I would say, an avid, almost rabid pro-life. And he came out with a statement yesterday that said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, I'm pro-life. But as governor, I have to represent all of the constituents in New Mexico, of which quite a few are pro-choice. And therefore, I will be now, if I win the election, I'll be working with the roundhouse, meaning the state house, and the Democrats who are in the state legislature in arriving at a compromise between the left and the right positions on abortion. And you're starting to see more Republican governors do that. I mean, even, even Governor uh, Baker. Okay, now I see where you're going now with that. Well, it's not really backpedaling it is it's become it's being political they have to change their position because the court changed their position if they want to get elected it's called yeah i don't call that backpedaling i call that oh i do you know I, okay. I call that being political to get elected what's your uh, political affiliation sir well, i am i'm a teddy roosevelt progressive hmm. which wow. means that Wow. I am an issue-oriented voter. I don't have a political affiliation. I mean, I, I have five to seven issues that I deeply care about. And I listen to all of the candidates. And whoever aligns most closely to my five to seven issues, that's who I vote for, irrespective of party. That sounds an awful lot like me. Yeah. I because I, I don't, I vote with my heart and my mind. I don't just vote. You know, to I, vote. I, I don't subscribe to a party either. No. I mean, the only reason I registered Democrat was to vote in the primaries. That's the only reason I'm a registered yeah, anything. I don't, I don't even vote for that. Yeah. Literally, I don't. I I don't yeah. even. I I won't register to a party strictly 
for the for the fact that I don't associate with a party and will not align with anyone specifically. <coughs> I'm a complete individual, and I'm a show. Yeah. And also for the same reason, um, if that's the only thing I get out of joining the the one or the other club is the primary, I can forfeit. I can do without. I can forfeit that. I'm yeah. Well, the well, problem, I can, I can the always problem change. with that from from a political perspective is. It's a long-standing one. It's been it's been a problem ever since we've had primaries, and that is that the primaries, if it's a if it's a closed primary or semi-closed primary, there's different kinds of primaries. Right. And that is that a smaller and smaller number of the ideological extremes then get the chance to select who the candidate is going to be in the general election. Right. And what you end up with is you end up with a more ideological extremist for the party to represent the party in the general election, rather than getting more and more people out to vote in the primaries so that you can get somebody who's more moderate in the party. Okay, good point. And I want to I take something you said before we went on the air, Herman. I want to get Gary's opinion. We all agree, and I think you will too, that Joe Biden ran more as a moderate than anything else. Would you agree? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I believe yeah. he ran as a moderate centrist. All right, like, like right. Um, I believe that was the position he took. I believe that, that and this is what I was saying prior to, to going hot. Um, uh, his campaign was very much right down the middle, very much a moderate, a centrist, the whole not swinging far either way. Um, Unfortunately, I think that's what the voters voted on, and what they got, unfortunately, uh, was something that was much more a leftist extremist than he had come out through as through his campaigning. Sure, um, he's been he was the, co-opted. The, the, he was the, co-opted by the progressives, right? And some of the, I mean, given some of the policies with immigration and some of the other policies that have gone into effect, they're much more way far left. Uh, as, yeah. uh, than than the than the Joe Biden we saw during the campaign as very much down the middle, which was what a lot of people were hoping for. Now, to be fair, to be politically fair, uh, George W. Bush did the same thing. George W. Yes. Bush. Yes, he did, and then he uh, went far red. He went far yeah, right. George W. Bush campaigned as a compassionate conservative. <laughs> Yes. Focusing on domestic issues, education, and then went to even health care. And then went to the war with the entire Middle East. <laughs> and then what happens is 9-11. 9-11, I mean, in an interview with George W. Bush, I, I, you know, I asked him and I asked Dick Cheney as well. I said, why did, why did the party move so far to the right? And George W. Bush told me right, right to my face. He said, 9-11 gave me... The, my mission it gave him the power and the, power. It, it, it totally opened him up to being able to do all of that it gave him the green light right totally right. gave him the green light to do whatever and he so wanted both to parties in the name of you know justice. both parties are guilty of being of moving from the middle which is where most americans are right to the extremes and then we both feel you know right feels and the left feels that they've been duped. Everybody feels screwed over because right. this isn't what we signed up for. Yep. We, right. You know, exactly. Like we signed up for for this kind of in the middle, maybe not everything we believe in, but kind of right there. And now all of a sudden, it's so far. We've taken such a hard turn 
Um, I mean, uh, I mean, it, <coughs> his approval rating right now is literally just. He's got the my worst. credit score is better he, than his he's, approval he's rating. He's got the worst. He's got the worst. Uh, I was watching it the other day. He's got the worst approval rating since like Carter. No, it's even lower. Is than it that. worse than Carter? That's yeah, lower than Carter. I'm pretty sure wow. he's got like the worst approval rating in history at the moment. If there is, if it's not, it's there's, it's real close. Wow. He's he's the lowest <laughs> approval rating. It's like 30, since it's like 39 percent right now. Since Watergate, Nixon. Yes. Wow. Okay. It's literally like thirty nine percent, bro. That's literally his percent. His, his percentage. Well, he, yeah. He's lower uh, than Gerald uh, Ford. Like to, I, wow. I'd like to. I'd like to take a minute and just go on to a couple of other points with regard to where we started, and that's Roe v. Wade issue. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you know, there's another fear that the left is um, is stoking here, right? And that is the fear that this decision, and, and Clarence Thomas didn't do any justice to this fear, right? He stoked the fear himself. And that is that this is going to lead to changing the laws on contraception, changing the laws on miscegenation, changing the laws on, you know, same-sex marriage, all of those other what we can lump into social justice, social justice issues, uh, however, if anybody read the actual opinion, the justices made it very clear, very clear, including Thomas, made it very clear that the opinion expressly does not address contraception, same-sex marriage, or any of the other rights, okay? And that the majority of the justices made it very, very clear that, quote, abortion is fundamentally different, as both Roe and Casey acknowledge, because it destroys what those decisions called fetal life and what the law now before us describes as an unborn human being. And the court further went and said, quote, it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people and their elected representatives. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I cannot possibly see Thomas overturning any of the miscegenation laws uh, because he is in a mixed race marriage himself. Yes. Did you notice that was that the the loving decision was the only one not yeah. in the list? There's a reason for yeah. that. He married a snow yeah. bunny. Exactly. Right. Right. He won't do. He can't do that. He would look. Uh, he he looks bad saying what he said, and right. opens him up. But to, if if he were to list the loving decision, considering he's in an interracial marriage, that would look right. extremely bad on his part. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. Uh, so do, there's do, no way he yeah. could even. Um, whether it's true or how they feel or whatnot, there's no way he could do that. It, it would literally like it, it, it would kill him. Oh yeah, it would destroy. Right. It would he destroy might as well step out of front of a sleeping on now, the couch. Now, it, don't think now with Clarence saying what he said in regards to the ideas they've had. Mm-hmm. Don't think there aren't other justices that possibly feel the same feel, way. Feel that way, yeah. but but. And, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Clarence won't say it because he's in that. There's other judges right. that may not say it, say it because of Clarence, but it's not no, just we also, that there aren't possibly some some conservative judges that 
want that disagree with that decision as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Right, right. Now we also have to keep in mind that for for the justices to have to be able to decide something like that, whether it be contraception, you know, the Griswold case or the Loving case uh, or the Lagerfeld case, for them to revisit those cases, the first thing that has to happen is it's got to come to them. So a case has to work its way up through the courts. What, what case came to the court to promote this, this overturn of Roe v. Wade? This was the Dobbs case, the Mississippi case. Okay, all right. That came up. Um, the other, the other point to make too is that before justices can even hear a case, they have to have what's called, and this is for your audience, they have to have what's called the rule of four, and that means that four justices, actually, it's their law clerks that that actually separate things out. But the four justices out of the nine have to decide that this case is constitutionally worthy to hear. And once the four justices, four, it doesn't matter which four, all you need is four. Uh, Once they decide that rule of four, then the case can get on the docket. And then it's heard. So, one, it has to, a case has to bring it, bring the issue before the court um, through a writ of satoriori. In other words, please hear this case. Right. And then four justices have to go, yeah, that one's pretty important to we, hear. So ooh, ooh, we like that. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Let's do that one. And you know, when they, when you think about it, the justices get a couple of thousand cases per year. Wow. <laughs> to to come yeah, they, before they get, they get a shitload of, of, of stuff filed. They get a there's yeah. a huge list and they see like well, six a year. And then they hear they actually hear between seventy five and ninety cases a year. Oh, now. All right, all Holy right. crap. Yeah, but it's yeah. not I'm, yeah, it's not I was I was I was being like, you know, a little extremist, facetious, but yeah. yeah, but um yeah, the number that they actually are able to see and go through versus what their potential is—it's is fractional. Ex- it's not, yeah, it's, right. it's not even ten percent. It's right. It's tiny. Yeah, it's about three percent. Yeah, it's 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 very little. Yeah, hmm. right. And the one question, and I know I've said it to a couple of people. I said it when we heard we covered the leaked opinion on a, again. I think it was six weeks ago. I think so. Somewhere around that, there. And, and people wanted to eat my lunch. I said, much like you said, putting this back into the hands of the people was a good thing because I do believe that a majority of the people in the United States of America of legal voting age, whether they're registered or not, first of all, get a, get, get your ass out there and register to vote. Get your voice right. heard. Second, yeah. I think a majority of the people in the last Quinnipiac poll listed it at 71% of people are for pro-choice, even with certain restrictions. I would rather have you know, the people decide than have like what these people are A lot of people are saying it's just nine people in robes taking us back to the handmaid's tale and the knee-jerk reaction, which, again, I understand some of the rage. Some of it I don't because all you had to do is take a basic history course and you would know this is not the end. It's only the beginning. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's... Well, yeah, and that's, but it, it's a very long... The, the problem is a long, it's a, long long a very long road. And there are a lot of women that are going to be in some serious positions 
for a long time. If they're in on, those state, those the, really the, red states. That's what I'm saying. That, and, and those are the. And I'm not talking about all states. No. I'm talking about the misogynistic fucking Texas, dr- Mississippi, Oklahoma, states. and soon to come. Well, Arkansas. you know, the, one of the things we got to there's a couple of things we got to keep in mind there. Okay, um, the first thing we got to keep in mind is that over the last 20 years, abortion has decreased by 20% overall nationwide. The second thing to, to uh, understand, and your audience needs to understand, is about 60 to 70% of all abortions are now done through pills. Yes, Yeah. absolutely. That you can get through the mail, mm-hmm. okay? And right now there's only one state, Arkansas, that has said that they are going to pass a, a resolution. They're, they're calling their, their their legislature into session. They're going to pass a resolution prohibiting uh, pills from being uh, received by citizens of Arkansas. Wow. Well, that's going to be an interesting case. That That case will be one of those expedited cases to the Supreme Court to now, because, they, well, that's, that's very similar to uh, part of the Mississippi one. Uh, the Mississippi one is you're not allowed to you, you're not a, you're not even allowed to use a phone within the state of Mississippi to call a center outside of Mississippi to right. set up an appointment to have an abortion. You're not even allowed to use a state any phone within the state to make that phone call to yeah, schedule that's, your outer. That's, that's going to be that's scary. Well, what needs to what I what needs to happen is is every every woman who's got a problem with this needs to file the needs to file a case. Mm-hmm. You need to right. Everybody needs to flood the system right now and show it. Why, Basically, the same thing angry. I've been saying for weeks is use your voice. Don't sit right. behind your computer. Right. No, don't every, dick around on your every phone. Woman Get on out the there. It needs to file a motion for something right. in those states. Dancing in front of the state house isn't going to do a damn thing. Get down to the courts and do your due diligence. <laughs> no, no, the dancing does nothing without the the, the motion of paperwork. Correct. Right. That's you what I'm follow, You always have to follow up. The, you know, rage with action. Right. The, right. 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 I, I, be, right. I I feel you have to follow action with rage. First, you start the action, and then you protest. We've done it. This is where we are. Rage without action is, unfortunately, is ultimately Wasted. immediately perceived as just rage. Yeah. Because, yeah, because thing you, that I like, you're wasting everybody's time at that point. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I also like here is we already have uh, 16 states that have protected abortion rights within their own state constitutions or state laws. Right. And Massachusetts, for example, Governor Baker issued an executive order the other day that uh, revalidated, he didn't have to do anything, it just revalidated what's already in the Massachusetts state laws and state constitution. Yeah. The, what he, this will do he redid his, is They redid the vows on that one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So you know, um, 50. You know, 26 states, 26 states are looking to um, have asked the courts to overrule Roe v. Wade. Okay, now that doesn't mean that those 26 states are going to be excessive, excessively limiting on abortion rights. Like, for example, Arkansas case. What what those 26 states will now go through is a new political debate, which we've been talking about, over access and limitations. 
And most of the citizens of those states, if somebody just does a little bit of a demographic study, even of those red states, you know, they may look red because of the electoral college results. But if you break it down and look at those states from the county results or the local results, many of those states are purple states. Many of those, 22 of those 26 states are purple. Well, and it's only because of the electoral columns that they're I actually talk red. About being purple. Yeah. Okay. And and the polls show that in those twenty-two states, sixty-five percent of those individuals say that abortion should be limited, limited, not illegal, limited in the second trimester, and eighty percent say it should be illegal in the third trimester. So you still have. 20, 20% and 35%, which is going to bring you into a lively debate. But more importantly, of those 22 states, 71% of the residents of those 22 states that I looked at, 71% support a woman's right to an abortion in the first trimester. So even if it's a red state, right, even if it's a red state, you have two factors. Number one is 71% of the voters uh, support limited abortion access, right? Uh, and the second, and then almost full access, about 80% of them vote for full access in the first trimester. But the more important thing here is that this will push people, as we've been saying here, push people to either get their representatives to get it into the state legislatures quickly, or if the state legislatures are unwilling to do that, take the initiative themselves and put it as a referendum on the upcoming ballots. Because a lot of the a lot of the legislators will say, I, you know, I, I really don't want to get into that mess, and so they'll turn it over to the people in the form of a referendum. The last point, statistical point that I want to make is um, that when you look at the country, 53% of the population of the country are women. And if they had, if women really, really wanted, they could get it passed. But as we all know, women do not vote as a block, right? Well, I, 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 I made this point. When yeah. we earlier the fifty-three percent is brought up, yes, the country is fifty-three percent of uh, of the country is fifty-three <coughs> percent women. However, the issue is that with that number, when you factor it in, is what's the actual number of those women that are voting, voting red and voting, voting pro-life? So that th th there is a, a skewed, yeah drops that fifty three right you know what I mean so right that number does not fit is is fifty three percent as a whole but it's not fifty three percent to the good it's there it, it, there's a different breakdown that out of that number it's it's so that number backs out I don't know what the number is actually but I'm you know what I mean there is just right. for the listeners that number does break down and back out. right and but if, I would if you also look at it for just the, I would also add that there's the a ether, large proportion you know. of there's a large proportion of men who would vote on behalf on the same side as these as women who want to maintain uh, 
these rights of abortion, at least in the first trimester. That, that, kind, of bring, that kind of brings up a point I was also making earlier. Um, we've seen the last two, three days um, what uh, we hear at the show called the quote-unquote men ain't shit movement um, uh, be, because of this decision. Um, lots of hate towards men, lots of hate towards men in general, that broad brush men, men, men. Um, what right. is a man? Uh, uh, <laughs> an adult <laughs> male human. Um, I just uh, saved 90 un- minutes. Un- unfortunately, I feel it's extremely detrimental to their entire cause. Um, I understand you want to tell men to shut up, but a lot of us would fight for you mm-hmm. if you didn't shun us and treat us like shit when this happens. Because it's right. really not men they're mad at. They're mad at maybe a few specific men on a court. Okay. Um, the, uh, listen, or in society, right, right, right. Or right, right, right. Within society, a few specific men on the court that uh, embody to them a, a specific group of men in society and Ben Shapiro. And, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, my point is that, um, they they shun us and we could be their, their largest ally. Uh, that side is constantly telling us, um, that, that they, they don't want to hear us, but they're also constantly saying that the men in Washington don't listen to, to us women when we talk. They only listen to men when they talk. Okay. Yeah. Now, they've tried it. They did their, what they did to, to get their, their Roe v. Wade. It's overturned. They're starting from scratch here. Maybe it's time for some out-of-the-box thinking. First of all, if the men in Washington, and here's my point, only listen, listen to to men and as a whole wouldn't it behoove the entire movement to embrace any rugged american man to fight on their side and say what they need to say so that the people and use them as a tool and a weapon in their fight so that the if they think the people in washington only listen to men we look that's the exact that that's the exact i mean there's an exact parallel here to the civil rights movement um the first civil rights movement, obviously, beginning in the 1860s, after the slaves were freed, there was a, a fairly large group of individuals, Frederick Douglass being one of them, that said, hey, you know, I, I can be friends with Teddy Roosevelt, uh, the president, and I can get some I can get some white peoples on the side of you know, anti-Ku Klux Klan and anti-anti-lynching laws. Look, um, if you're trying to fight your enemy, wouldn't you want somebody who knows and fights like your enemy exactly. on your side? I mean, if there's one and, thing and, that men and on and this that's planet why, have and that's done, why Teddy Roosevelt invited Fred. It's one of the reasons why Teddy Roosevelt invited Frederick Douglass to the White House for dinner. Right. He got he got shit on for it. Right, but he got the shit case, done. Yeah, but he got the other shit case done. is. <laughs> one of our great racist presidents, Lyndon Johnson, probably one of the most racist presidents we've ever had, ever. besides <laughs> besides Woodrow Wilson. You know, he listened to Martin Luther King Jr. When Martin Luther King went to Lyndon Johnson and said, hey, Mr. President, you know, we need a civil rights movement and we need a civil rights and voting rights legislation because it's not just blacks that are having the problem. It's people like you, where you came from in, in the Pedernales section of Texas, poor whites. 
that we're not being treated equally. Right. And right. once once King did that, Johnson said, oh, shit, you're right. So I need to be able to bring this up with a lot more than you black people. Right. You you know, and he, he actually used the word, hey, you Negroes. And so by co-opting or by bringing, you know, individuals that are like that, and there's a vast majority of us who are not like that. We're not misogynist, racist, homophobic, right. form-hitting individuals. Right, right. We're really more right or left of center. We're more pragmatic, more realist in our thinking instead of extremist. And we're sitting there going, you know what? I think that, you know, abortion under certain circumstances should be guaranteed and protected. <coughs> right. Know, right. And, and right. And all of the, the, and, and the, and I feel the, the ultra and the, the feminist movement and the, the, this whole movement right now is they just, just is just telling you us to shut up. Yeah. Well, when really, if you tell me to shut up, I'm going to say, okay. Right. And now fine. I, right. Fine. Now I really, uh, to be honest, if that's the case, I don't really want to fight for you. There's, there's one. Um, I want to fight for you, and I want to try and help you. So, in order to do that, we have to have a conversation. Yeah. And I might ask you some questions that you think are screwed up, but I'm asking from a tactical point of view because men have been waging war against people on this country since the beginning of time. If there's yeah. one thing that men do better than any other skill on the planet, it is fight, fight. wars. If this is a war, ladies, then you need men to help you fight it. It's what we right, do. You need some warriors on your That's side. Exactly. And the, and the one thing that I keep seeing over and over again, and it drives me up a damn wall, is whether it's a Facebook post or a young lady I saw walking down the street today when I was on the road, if you don't have a uterus, you don't have a say. Well, actually, that's incorrect because I want, like you said, I want to fight for rights of people. Whether I agree with it or not, I don't care. I want you to have exactly what you should have. I'm not black, but I think they 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 have all the same rights. And a black person, you'd never see a black person not letting a white person at a rally. Exactly. Fuck yeah! Look, it, this looks great. There's a white person here fighting for us too. Yeah. He brought some they're of not, his friends. They're not stupid. He brought lunch. They're not stupid. Yeah. If somebody wants to fight for them, they don't give a shit who it is. They let them fight. Yeah. The yeah, women the, the, don't the, want to let that happen. And that's the whole, that's my uh, well, whole unless, problem. Unless you're gay. The gay men get allowed in. The gay men <laughs> the trans, get allowed the in. trans women. Look, I got a thing, man. Got a right card. now, I'm going to be honest. I think I think the women, if you're going to hate, you got to hate against the trans men even more. Yo, right. yo, yo. You got your union card? No, you're and, good. And, and, the yeah, reason, you're good. and the reason with this being, and for all the women that are hating, if you want to hate, here's an even better reason. Those were women that chose to become men. Mm -hmm. They had all the rights you did and chose to give up everything that women fought for to become one of those dirty, stinking men. Right. So, you know. And I mean, the men are coming I mean, and winning your swimming championships. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to get back at the, you know, to get back on the Roe case, I, you know, I think that the post-Roe v. Wade world I really do, is going to look very much like the Roe world for the vast majority of our citizens. Vast majority. I don't disagree. And no. What's that? I don't disagree. I don't, I don't disagree yeah. either. My, my, my yeah. only, my, and I my, think that, my true issue you know, is, is for those states where it goes way beyond that. 
Yeah, and I think, and I, and, I, and I hope those states do go way beyond that. And the reason for that is that for Americans, you know, American voters are very interesting. They're very, very apathetic until something really pisses them off. Yeah, and then you can't and, shut them down. Then you, then you can't shut them down. Mm -hmm. that, that's, right. that's literally the entire concept our country was built on. Yeah. All right, right, you've pissed us off enough. Exactly. I'll take it up to We're a done. point. But once you reach that point, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in. Yeah, I'm I all mean, in. It's literally the American way. That's it. That's about yeah, a right. fucking enough. And, and, you know, and there it is. To go back to the, the voting thing, and, and, and what Gary said is true. I, if, if those states do get even more archaic with their laws, the next election cycle's coming up. You vote them out. You get the, you get the good guys in. And you win the day. It may be a long haul. It, it may be a tall hill to it climb. Is. It, it, it but at the end of the day, man, it's going to be worth the fight. And win it, I don't win think it, it is quickly. a long haul. Uh, I, 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 I have to agree Longer with you. Longer than they want. I don't think it's going to be long before you're going to see action coming through. Right. I think... Well, the timing is perfect with the election. Midterms, and you have the, it, the next it is, election. And I, and I don't know if you're going to be able to get it moved that fast. There's, it's got to happen really fast to happen for November. Well, yeah. again, as your point. Well, you're already point, seeing, fight, fight, you're fight. already seeing, like like here in New Mexico, you're already seeing the Republican candidate for governor challenging the incumbent by, you know, modifying his, you know, by taking a position that a political position that caters to or looks at the broader constituency of the state. And I think that this is one of those issues that because of the leak, many of the, many of the politicians who are running for office, <clears throat> you know, they recognize politicians. I, I used to be a strategist for, for different candidates. And one of the things we recognized very, very quickly and one of the things that I always brought to the table was James Madison in Federalist Paper Number 52. I love the framers, the Federalist and the Anti-Federalist both. But James Madison in Federalist Paper Number 52 made two very important points. The first point is that America needs to have frequent elections to guarantee a continued voice of the people. Number two is his argument on factions, which was in 52, but it was also in Federalist 10. And that is that factions, groups within a society, will be motivated by crises. And that if you want to challenge another faction, make use of the crisis to challenge that faction. So in those you know, what I call crazy red states, the ones that will say no abortion under any circumstance, uh, that's crazy red or crazy right wing. Mm -hmm. And that will cause many of the legislators who hadn't really thought about abortion as an issue because they're running in a red state will now bring the issue up because an increasing number of the citizenry will become activated. And I think that Joe Biden, in his moment of lucidity, he was right said, abortion will now be on the ballot. 
And the justices, I believe, were indeed motivated by the need for the public to make these decisions. And that's why I would argue that Roe abruptly ended that political process, but this decision reestablishes that political process for the for the citizenry. Well, it's like we hit the pause button for 50 years. We'll just pause right here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. hopefully this shit sticks. Like Herm said, you got the decision you wanted, but you didn't get everything you needed. Right. Oh, wow. I, I, you know, I think that's absolutely your point there is correct, because if they truly want to leave it up either A, to the, the statehoods themselves, why not open it to a broader audience and say, well, let's get the real number of yes or no? Because that tells me more of a story than than what what my representative can tell me. He can tell me exactly. whatever he wants to my face. That, right. But there, comma, he can go turn around and do the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. You can look at any one of our representatives when they put something up there and they, they, they ran on, say, um, every Wednesday is Big Hat Wednesday. And then it comes before, you know, the vote. And they vote the other way. Right. It, I, mean, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, and I, I understand people say that, you know, political systems broken. You, you, you talk and nobody listens. There are ways to get your point across. And you have to, like you had said and Mike had said earlier, you got to be loud and you have to be large because if you if you're just going to rest on your laurels like we did with the with that case Roe v. Wade for 50 freaking years, I agree with Mike 100. percent We had the time to do what as a country if they wanted it protected that badly. Why right. did, why did you sit down for 50 years? Right. Instead of it, I mean, look at the gay look at the gay marriage issue in California. California is a very left leaning state, and the gay marriage issue cycled back and forth eight times, eight times between gays are okay to marry, gays are not okay to marry, gays are okay to have civil unions, but not a marriage. Eight times they cycled back and forth until they finally settled on a referendum that said gay marriage is legal, irrespective of what you crazy legislators are saying. Right. And so I'm sorry, one of the things that one of the things that I always find interesting and I always used to tell my students, especially in state and local government, is state and local government is the laboratory of democracy. And states will watch each other to see how things work. Massachusetts watched Colorado for quite a while before they determined that maybe marijuana should be legal in. Massachusetts. Two years. Yeah. But we're not going to say it. Us legislators are not going to say it because we're not quite sure this is a hot button issue. So the people said, wait a minute. We've waited two years for you guys to come up with something. So screw you. We're going to put a referendum before the people. We're going to take it out of the hands of the electoral process. We're going to put it on the ballot. We're going to give it to the people. And the people are going to decide. And they did. And then the states and then the state legislature continued to screw them by by dilly dallying on the implementation of that. Same thing here in New Mexico. New Mexico went for four years after a ballot initiative until finally this year, April 1st of 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 this year, New Mexico finally legalized marijuana. 
It's but right. it's crazy how it works. Yeah, I mean it's a you know it's a tough process, but that's why Madison says you got to get enough votes, you got to get enough people to sign the ballot, uh, so you can get it signed signed the petition, so it gets onto the ballot as a referendum, and the people decide. So I can tell you that in some of those red states, you're going to see a lot of people being activated and then putting it forth on on a referendum, taking it out of the hands of those of some what we would what people would generally consider as extremist Republicans or extremist right wingers in the state legislature. Fine. They don't have it. I, I We're like, going to do it. I like the idea. I yeah. mean, just give it back to the people. Yeah. And that's what the whole basis of this decision, the, what's called the Alito decision, that's the whole basis. Uh, I think Alito was really saying, you know what? If we had Alito here and, and he was being honest, you know, what was going through your head? I'd be willing to say that he gone, you know what? This is just too hard for us. It's gotten to be more and more complicated. 50 years, we haven't resolved really anything. We're going to see more cases coming up that's going to clog the court system. So let's just give it to the people where it rightfully belongs. I love and I think that. that was part of his thought process. Okay. We're running low on time. Uh, if you had one message in regard to this overturning and the outrage mob, it, it if we were if we had that large of an audience, it would be so great. But but if you had a message for the outreach outrage mob that maybe our listeners can give to them, what would it be? I would say that this is a great day for democracy. It really is because it places the the it places decisions in the hands of the citizenry where it rightfully belongs. That's we the people in order to form a more perfect union. We the people, that's very important. And tell your friends to go out and form that faction that will drive state legislatures. In other words, be an active, informed citizen. That's what We the People is all about. That is fantastic. Gary, thank you so much for taking time out of your day talk to us and uh hopefully it won't be the last time we talk to you on dysfunction junction thank you very my much my pleasure Gary. and thank you for inviting me on no anytime problem. sir enjoy your night sir you as well all right good night thanks so there we go a wise man said about six weeks ago give it to the people he's about 510 about 210 pounds ben shapiro no, he's like yeah. five five and a buck oh three with a brick in his pocket. <laughs> I I never thought it's not my issue with the giving it to the people. The issue no. is what for you? My the the issue is that while we're giving it to the people, thousands of women's rights are being violated. And you can say whatever you want, but that's a true statement. It is. While we're while the justice process and the and all the great American shit is happening for the better of the fucking country. Mm-hmm. Thousands of women are having their rights violated. Okay, real and quick, that's I'm, my, I'm with the, you, but I think my, your number is off. Uh, uh, hold that thought, I, and I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Hold that thought. 
Okay, we're just going to go to Texas. The population of Texas is 30 million people. I want to find the breakdown because Number millions of, of pe- women. Well, I, 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 millions. I don't know. That's millions of... I, I, I'm just te- Texas alone. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying thousands because it... it, it because if well, it's 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 a safe number. I don't know what the millions numbers is, right? And I, and I don't, right. don't really want to speak. We that, don't really need to have no, no that. because I can guarantee that there's thousands. Because a million is a thousand thousand. So yeah, <laughs> so, you know what I mean. Like there's thousands. Now, however you break it down, there's a bunch of ten. There's there's eight hundred and fifty million tens in there. Okay, um, I'm never a fan of semantics, but I'm a fan of that one. Okay, Good job. So Another thing I learned about Big Herm today. Because yeah, right. a million is a is a thousand thousand. So technically, that's that's. Thousands too. Yes. Um, but there's thousands and thousands and thousands of women whose rights are going to be violated while this happens, and to a point where, to a point where it's 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 good for them too. Right. In in those states, and I said it weeks ago, and now with Arkansas coming in with new legislation, just... and, and and Mississippi, I feel even worse. But. And I'm not. I don't want to minimalize again, or marginalize. Again, all of these. Again, and, and my big issue with all of these trigger laws was like literally like if Alabama put a law on the books that says we we invoke slavery if they ever decide that's that's cool again. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. But, but this Texas decision and these 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 laws in Mississippi and 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 in Oklahoma, those no, that's perfectly okay, and nobody saw anything. Fucked but that was even before that. the overturn of Roe, that was, and that's the that's thing. That's my thing. Like we've literally, like well, we turned a blind eye. We've, we've had, we've had this, we had this, we had this abortion law on the books for three years, just in case that ever happens. Yep. <sighs> yeah, and and again, that, and, go, and, and, and but the, you're and not, not going like to hear just some limits. All right, like no second trimester. No, they're saying no. They're, it's no. It's literally like no. Texas actually wanted. Texas actually wanted a conception law, mm-hmm. which well, that's Mississippi at conception. You, as I heard they were heartbeat, which is eighteen to twenty-five days. No, Mississippi is okay. is claiming that that baby starts at conception, so there's not even a choice. Or this is op- the one. Time, there's not even an option for a day after. This pill, is the one time I'm going to agree alone, with the term clump of cells l- because at the time of conception. You are an egg, and you are a sperm, and then the little thing for goes. For two days, ding. You're, right? For literally, literally, and it you're all has zygote. to happen. Yeah, right. Because literally, it it takes like twelve to twenty four hours to do that whole down the down uh-huh. and attach. Thing. We're not biologists. Let's not. You know what this. I mean? Yeah. Do that thing. <laughs> we. I'm in my little bubble. Where's the uterus? There it is. It, and that's the thing, and it has to attach itself and become a thing. I and... was the fastest swimmer. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, I was the lucky one. Yeah, right? Yeah, like so. Literally, it's like four cells, man. It's literally like a, it's, it's a skin scraping. Yeah. But that's the rule. You Literally, you can't even... you, you Which I, I said then and I say now. You can't use the telephone in Mississippi to call somewhere else to schedule <laughs> Hold an on, let me write the rules. State. Lillian cannot Not use the, the phone. phone. Yeah, like... <laughs> Like how fuck fucked up is that? And those women and for and and and, and in Mississippi, it's under any circumstance, right? And I th- raped by your father and you're pregnant. Sorry, sorry. In Texas, very very similar, um, rape or incest. But in Texas, it comes down to Texas uses the word legitimate rape, which whoa, what? 
Okay, which, to which an to extent. Me would, it would, it would, which means that, so, uh, so, okay, so Texas uses the word legitimate rape, which means you now you've got to prove it. And then, oh, the, I'm going to go pee. pretend rape somebody right now. Well, that's the what I'm happens. saying. So, like, if you can't prove it or you don't know, like, that, that, the only that thing, it's not legitimate. The, old, the, only, the only way I'm going to go sideways on this is. Not, I mean, come on, how many women don't report it out of shame? Right. Like, literally, like. Because they become the fucking. They, they're right, the like one you, that's wrong. You, you were raped by your father. And how do you. That, okay, I'm with you on this, but. It's your the, fault because you're word, a fucking the word, teenager. The word legitimate to me, and I know it's not the way the Texas law goes. Please hear me out. No, but it would imply that there's illegitimate rapes. Well, I will, I will say I said, pretend there can rape. be. I will say there can be. Well, that would be um, a false That would be a, a false, false filing exactly. and a false reporting, not so an it's illegitimate not, rape. it's not right. legitimate. Well, the report so, is illegitimate. Yeah, but you don't find that out until, until you know, they, no. that could be two months before right. that. Jack and Jill go up a hill. They both Jack came down, down with a buck, buck and a quarter. Yeah. Well, no. Well, beyond that, and two days later, Jill's mad at Jack, and much like you said, could have a false filing. That's the only way I will accept. And I don't live in Texas, thank God. The word legitimate. Right. Like I, 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 I get that, and it's a false filing. But they, but I, I it's Texas. I know. We all understand that they're not using that word. That I know. Way. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, that is not how they're using that word. I think it's important. It's, it's kind of like in Princess Bride. You know, you keep that using word. that word, but I don't think, I think you, you understand what I it came means. that close to making a meme for some of these people this weekend, and I just, you know what, I'm going to stay silent. I'm going to wait. I knew we would come here and have a good discussion. Bringing Professor Donato in did not suck. I thought it was great. I learned a lot. Hopefully everybody out there did too. But I think the important thing to remember for you, the listener, for everybody you share this show with and share the shit out of it this week, this one is very important. It's more important than drafting a baseball team or talking about silly fucking movies. This is this is the time to shine. Get out there. Be active. If, if you're going to protest, do it peacefully. Do not burn anything down. Do not break shit. Please. First of all. Second, At least not my house. Or mine. I'm on your side. Yes. we. I think we all are. Second... Go to your representatives. Yeah, to varying make, degrees, I believe make so. Make noise. And when the elections come around, start at the state level or even the local level. Find out what they believe about the subject. And if they're on your side, vote them in. Pray to God they don't go the Biden route and lie to you. Well, I'm, the unfortunate outcome of this, what you're saying, is you know the energy level of the country is right now. You oh, know, yeah. no, you know where I'm. They'd ra- no, they'd they don't want to work. They'd rather make a TikTok than go and actually they don't do wanna, something. They don't want to work. Go to work every day. Have a fucking job that pays some bills. Mm-hmm. Bills were those. Um, they're not going to be motivated enough to, to do their homework and research. No, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I feel a lot of the young people are just going to want to want to scream, and don't don't understand that it's that it that just burning the place down doesn't. Isn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to make everybody lo- it's, think you're it, a bunch of crazy, crazy gonna, broads. It's going it, to legitimize it, that, that, the people that are pointing the finger and calling a, you fucking crazy. That's exactly it. Is they need to put as many pieces of of court stuff in. They need to file. Everybody needs to file a case. Mm-hmm. Paper trail. Everybody man. needs to file a case. Make it difficult. Every, it, literally, ladies, some of these cases cost $30 to file a case. You're filing a case against the state. File it. You're literally filing it small. Somebody else will pick it up. If enough of you file 
all right, enough cases, you'll have a class action suit. Mm -hmm. And when you get a class action suit, some big lawyer firm will pick you up because that's what they do. They look for those big, meaty cases. You need to clog the court system with defiance to these laws immediately so that somebody sees a class action suit and starts picking up the fight with you. All right? You don't want to let the men help you out, but... We some of us really would love to help you. I know out. I would. All right. Yeah. Some of us would really love to help you out, um, but we really don't be, and and but we don't like being delegitimized. We don't like not having our rights thought about too in certain situations, and we don't like being shunned and told to shut up. We're trying to help you out. We're not. We're we are not the enemy. Mm-hmm. There 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 are men out there that are your enemy, um, but. That, that's not all of us. That's not the three dudes in this room. No, absolutely. The point right. you made. The point you made earlier um, was you, you'd be the guy standing in line at the at the rally with them. Yeah. yeah. And then like, they tell you to get the fuck out. Right. Don't you? T- at that point, you you're making your own. You're your own worst enemy at that point because you're right. you're pushing away the people that want to help you. you it's like you, it's like showing up at, at your house and there for an intervention. I'm here to help you. <laughs> I'm here to push you down the right path. Right. And make sure that you get what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, maybe, and you're just telling me to get out. So yeah, here's an never, idea. Never push away the helping hand because right now, and this may be the analogy best suited, in a lot of these states, women are drowning. If we reach out our hand to you, don't slap it away and don't, wait for another woman to yeah, come yeah, along because guess what? You're going to die. We're trying to pull you out. We're trying to pull you out too, man. Um, just so not, not, not all men are your enemy. Just Correct. remember that, ladies. You know, every you, man is your enemy. Here's an idea. You know what um, should happen? What? MTV should bring, bring back Rock the Vote. Oh, wait. They don't play music anymore. No. They don't play music anymore. It would be more like Jersey Shore the Vote. Heard. Is VH1 still a thing? Snooky the Vote. It, it I is. don't know. It is, I think. I think. I don't watch a whole lot of regular What television. was the crappy Canadian one that was out for a Much music. Yes, oh, yeah. much music. Thank yeah. you. I was trying to think of that the other night. They played like three American bands, and the rest it was like Zebra. <laughs> like anybody gave a fuck about zebra they played all your favorites rush what's behind the door oh fucking christ all right are we good i think we're good. i think we are uh quick question what next monday Purple. is independence day yes are we recording or are we taking the week off and letting you the people have a break i don't know what, what i'm, what I'm good with do? taking a week off all right all right lynch has decided we are taking a week off all right all right we will we will return on the 11th all right so with that, go dig into the back catalog. If you have nothing better to do next week, go find, go pick a number between 1 and 31 and just listen to that one. That's right. Have a good time with it. Yeah. And ladies, we're here for you. Yep. We want to help. We do. And guys, if you're listening to this, share it with a, share it with a lady friend and say, listen to these guys, listen to this professor. We're on your side. All yeah, of you. We know, we know it's a long road and, you know, and, and, and it sucks for a lot of you, and, and and I'm sorry, but we are on your side, so don't don't kick us in the dick, okay? Yeah, please, because I might want to use that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. On that note, you guys be good. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, dream about Herm's cooking. Ooh. Oh, big fat meat. Good night.